Welcome to Finest Work Songs. My name is Matt. My name is also Matt. On Finest Work Songs, we just love to talk classic albums. It might be an album that's universally beloved as a classic album, or it might be something one of us is trying to convince the other one about, or it might be something that's just a nostalgic throwback for us. But in the end, we just love to talk about classic albums here on Finest Work Songs. Matt, how are we kicking off Season 9? We are starting off Season 9 of Finest Work Songs with Van Morrison's Moondance. been a few months since we've been together we might take a break from recording but we never really take a break from engaging with you like you all are so good at mm. emailing us at finestworksongs at gmail.com and we like to read some of these emails in a little segment we call kenny gmail This Kenny Gmail comes from Stevata, is his name. Stevata? Stevata. How do you spell that? S T E V E T A H. Sure. Stevata. Okay. Or Stevita, maybe? Stevita. Yeah, I like we'll that. go Stevita. It's a new sugar sweetener. Stevita will not cause cancer. Stevita <laughs> may cause diarrhea. And Stevita writes in issue number 25 of Yay So, S E W magazine. With Size Plus Collection, you will find 11 patterns for women and 4 patterns for men. Size range, men 52 to 72, weight 180 to 84. Women, size 48 to 70, weight 168 to 172. The minimum amount for placing an order is 1,000 rubles. So this seems oh. cool. This seems rubles. normal. Rubles. Yay so. Y-A. Yay. Yay. Or yes oh, so. Yes so. Okay. Oh, yes so. That, do they have a website? There's no website. Oh, when I type it in. Does it come up? Yeso.ru. That's got to be it. Should I click on it? Let's see what happens. Wait a minute. Hold on. Man, this is an actual magazine. It's a real mag? They've got issues dating back to 2019. There you go. Oh, when I type in Yeso to Russian, I'm sure I'm doing it correctly. It translates into English as, I am sitting. Oh, well, there you go. All right, so you sew. The size plus collection. Is that what it's about? It's the size plus? I think so, yeah, size plus collection. And there's like 10 for women and four for men? Yeah, that's a little sexist. Yeah, come on. Come on, you sew. Rights for men. <laughs> right. I want more patterns. Yes, yeah, let's maybe not make that our catchphrase for <laughs> this season. Oh, rights for men. <laughs> that's right. No right. one's talking about the men these days. That's right. Matt, maybe some listeners saw how we dress. <laughs> on our Instagram, and they were like, man, Oof. these guys need some help. These guys need some help from Yeso Magazine <laughs> ASAP. I right. missed this. We've thoroughly missed engaging with the Finest Work fans. So if you want to engage with us and send us your questions and thoughts and finestworksongs at gmail.com, but maybe we'll read one of those in a future Kenny Gmail. Matt, how was your summer? Summer was great. We've had a busy summer just with sports and travel mostly around sports your sports my sports yeah <laughs> kids come and watch dads play church softball the travel pickleball team a ymca old guys basketball league yeah come on kids hop in the car. They come in. <laughs> we're going to texas for a tournament we did get a little trip in at the end of the summer and otherwise it's just been go for sports and not a whole lot to report there what about you yeah we had a good summer a couple of camps for the kids my oldest was gone for a month wow 
Yeah, she worked at a Young Life camp nice. for a month. Great experience. She was part of a housekeeping team, and they had to clean the whole camp every day. Oh, my gosh. So she worked really hard. And so she came home, and I was like, let's see what you got. Put those skills to use. <laughs> yeah. You're clearly the best one now. <laughs> Being apart for that long, for a month straight. That's a long time. Yeah. I'm feeling for any parents who are letting their kids go off to college. Yeah. Right? Did she maybe meet a future musician or bandmate a la Lindsey Buckingham and, oh, and Stevie Nicks? Right. That's right. I don't know. Time will tell. Time will tell. Yeah. Man, Lindsey. She's got just the best voice. <laughs> Stevie. Guitar tones. Stevie on all Ray songs. <laughs> Just shredding. You can shred. (laughs) Matt, I'll tell you one highlight of the summer. Sure. So listeners, we got an email back in, I think, May. That sounds about right. From Kevin. Grew up here in the States and then has lived in the UK since college and married a Northern Irish lass. There you go. And settled down. And they have four boys. He was kind enough to write and tell us some very nice things about the podcast, which we always appreciate. Yep. But also, they were in town and asked if we wanted to meet up. You were traveling on your sports world tour. <laughs> so when Kevin and I met, we actually ended up talking more about just life than the podcast, which was great. You kept trying to bring it back to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about that. Yeah. Let's talk about my show some more. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more what you like. <laughs> What's your favorite part? What's your favorite, Matt? <laughs> we ended up going out for barbecue with our families and had a great time. So Noah, Ruben, Daniel, and Caleb had sent a list of albums that they wanted us to review. You and I got to talking about kicking off the season. Yeah. And we decided to start with the list. The list. And had yep. the listeners vote. A varying list. It was good. Starting from the 70s all the way up to, into the 2000s. It made so much sense when we were discussing how to kick off the season. The Shine boys have a list and let's take a look at it. Give it a shot. Thankfully, they had great suggestions. Yeah for albums mm-hmm. thanks to everybody who voted amazingly it came down to a tie a tie my oldest daughter sienna saw the tie yeah. on instagram and she goes gosh i could have been the deciding vote like she, she just, could have she forgot to vote she didn't say what she would have voted for but we decided let's do them both we'll do van morrison next we're doing weezer yes which that's the first time that y'all have known what's coming up i know we've never tipped our hand like this before no usually it's a surprise you have no idea until you open up the podcast machine and it says Mm -hmm. exactly what the title is and what album we're going to talk about that's right (laughs) and no pressure we're doing a northern ireland artist to the northern ireland family yeah yeah sure so i apologize ahead of time boys for any facts that we get wrong Mm -hmm. or any cultural insensitivities (laughs) (laughs) not that we've ever done things like that we have a lot of love for Ireland and now for the Shine family. I'm really glad that you were able to, to meet up with him and the, and the family. That just sounds like an awesome time. I'm kicking myself that I wasn't able to make it work. No, it's fine, Matt. We hit it off. and we Actually, we really hit it off. We started a new podcast. <laughs> I've had him on talking shit about Matt oh, several times. <laughs> Your award-winning other podcast. <laughs> right. All right, we're going to jump into the music. Moondance kicks off with And It Stoned Me. Half a mile from the county fair And the rain came pouring down Me and Billy standing there With a silver half a crown Had the full of a fishing rod And the tackle on our backs We just stood there getting wet With our backs against the fence Over 
in a strongly to my soul. Star just like Jelly Rolls, and it's stormy, yet it's stormy to my soul. Star beat just like going home, and it's stormy, and the rain let up. Sir George Ivan Morrison. Didn't know he was a sir, man. I didn't either. He started in the late 1950s and is still going. You can check out some of his music now, but I don't know that I'd recommend it. <laughs> Grew up in Belfast. His dad was known for having one of the largest record collections in all of Belfast. That's pretty sweet. And specifically jazz. Played guitar growing up. Only child, and apparently he got a lot of attention, and mm-hmm. his parents must have done pretty well to buy all those records. <laughs> Or they just like, <laughs> that's where the money went. Yeah. So he had to go out busking to get money for food because yeah, his dad right. was buying <laughs> records. That's what he attributes his style yeah. to is just that upbringing. Everything from blues to gospel to jazz to folk. He played sax. He played guitar. He played harmonica. Didn't really have a route in school because he just wanted to do music. So he got out and just really went after it. His first kind of real band, Them. Not bad. Yeah. Because they had this hit. He's like, what, 18? He writes a song that then gets covered by Patti Smith, Jimi Hendrix. Every garage band from the early 60s till today, it's that chord progression and bluesy holler along yeah, chorus that's and right you can growl to it and it's it's a standard yeah stone cold standard and there he gets persuaded to go record a bunch of songs for a new label called bang records bang. he signs a contract goes into the studio for just two days he records eight songs it's supposed to be singles and then they put out a full-length album called blowing your mind which is just <laughs> i would be mad if i'm him not yeah. just at the album but that title Blowing your mind yeah but that's where Brown Eyed Girl was introduced into the world and reached number 10 in the U.S. charts. Yeah. Not not a bad debut. <laughs> no. In some ways, it's been like creep to Radiohead. It's totally been like an albatross for him. Like a pet albatross, Matt? No, like a, an evil albatross that okay. kind of pecks at your head. Is it on his shoulder? I think it's around his neck. Yes. He says he didn't get any of the money from it, first of all. Oh, yeah, right. There's that. Look at Van Morrison on... Any streaming service, that's the number one song yeah. by far, which is, one, not really surprising because it is such a popular it's a song. song. It's a yeah. great song, and it's catchy, but he also does have a whole lot of more songs. 43 albums worth. But yeah, that song is hung over him. It claims he didn't get the money from it. I wonder if he does now. you got to hope that he's getting the songwriting. It's in the Grammy Hall of Fame, that song. Yeah. 2010, it was ranked number 110 on Rolling Stone magazine's 500 Greatest Songs. Right. 110. 110. Obviously, really shady record deal with yeah. some shady folks. Mm-hmm. He's burned. He's probably kicking himself. In some ways, it seems like starting at a ground level. Almost starting at a deficit, because in his mind, he's got to start over and just cranked out an album almost unwittingly. And so now you got to come up with whole new songs and really start fresh. So then he goes off and does Astral Weeks. Yeah. I'm glad we're doing Moondance. Yeah. But Astral Weeks, I don't know, man. I don't know all that you can say about it except just, oh, it's amazing. And <laughs> yeah, it's right. all these genres. And that no- should have been called Blowing Your Mind. <laughs> and nothing else has been done since then like it. It yeah. can't be. What do you say about it, though? Oh, gosh. Yeah. 2003, it's number 19 on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums. Number two on Mojo's list of 100 Best Albums. That's in 1995. Wow. 2009, 
It was voted the top Irish album of all time by a poll of leading Irish musicians. Not bad. And he says, quote, when Astral Weeks came out, I was starving, literally. You don't wish that upon anybody, but if he'd gotten all the money from Brown Eyed Girl, would he have been able to do Astral Weeks? Pain and suffering cause great art. It's a sad fact. It's look at great painters and musicians, writers. That's a tale as old as time, but yeah. it really is. I think what situations like that do is it makes you somewhat distrusting, but it then makes you very independent. So I think in this case, he was confident enough in his own abilities and his songwriting. He wanted to do an album for himself, not mm-hmm. for a shady record company. Yeah. Critically acclaimed somewhat. Yeah. Later, of course. Right. But uh, a commercial flop. Yeah. Yep. So he goes to do Moondance, which he wanted to do something that was a little bit more palatable and would maybe get played on the radio and maybe make some money. Yeah. And while there's still elements to jazz on Moondance, it's not as omnipresent as it is on Astral Weeks. That's a significant decision on his part to do that. Yeah, and to record this, he moved up to a mountain near Woodstock, and he really apparently wanted to be close to Bob Dylan. Yeah. Bobby D, the hero. Apparently said he wanted to be someone who was a contemporary of his, like Bob Dylan. Okay. That's pretty high opinion of yourself after a couple albums that haven't really done well at this point. But you do have this pretty big hit on your hand has bob dylan wrote brown eyed girl i don't (laughs) think think so so. his wife at the time said every time we drive past dylan's house van would just stare wistfully out the window (laughs) at the gravel road leading to dylan's place (laughs) (laughs) which i get it man if you're a songwriter it's bobby d that's the man yeah that's that's what i do when i drive by melting pot (laughs) stare wistfully i wonder what they're dipping inside Yeah, so he's up in Bobby D land. Upstate New York, Woodstock, Catskills. There was a vibe there. Yeah. For sure at that time. You can't talk Woodstock, early 70s, Bob Dylan, and not talk about the band, and Robbie Robertson, and Mm -hmm. Levon Helm, and those guys. And it was just almost like a small micro universe of just amazing musical talent and songwriting and like a subculture in that one area, that one little speck of the world. As soon as I start to hear and it stolen me, it makes me think of the band. Even to the point where I'm waiting for the chorus to the wait to kick on when he gets to the chorus of Anna Stone Me. Oh, the water. Hope it don't rain all day. has that feel of a full band of accomplished Mm -hmm. musicians you're doing what they do but with a great storytelling aspect to it that's another trait of that woodstock kind of area these weren't just musicians creating pop songs these were storytellers and van morrison does that maybe more so on and it stoned me than any other song on this album it's a nostalgic song it's a wistful kind of song which again lends itself to me to the band-esque sound if you will yeah it's a good fit as Mm -hmm. we'll see it's hard in 1970 to hear this and not just think it's a drug song i'm sure that many people did right when i looked at who covered it it's uh jerry garcia sure widespread panic Uh uh-huh and allman brothers makes sense (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) but he says it was about a mystical experience he had when he was 12 with nature he says this we used to go to a place called bally stuckart bally stockart how do you say that 
Bally Stuckert. Not Bally Stuckert. That's the dumb pronunciation. <laughs> I don't have the pronunciation right, but I don't know. I don't speak English. So he stopped in this village on the way up to this place, and he says, I went to this little stone house, and there was an old man there with some dark, weather-beaten skin, and we asked him if he had any water. He gave us some water, which he said he'd got from the stream. We drank some, and everything seemed to stop for me. Time stood still. Mm. For five minutes, everything was really quiet, and I was in this, quote, other dimension. That's what the song is about. What the heck did that guy give them to drink? I think he got roofied. <laughs> Gosh. Don't take Seriously. water from strange, weather-beaten skin men. <laughs> off and of... time stood still. Yeah. And then I wrote, and it stoned me. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> He's high on nature. And peyote. <laughs> All right, so he starts off with this mystical tale. Yeah. Let's see how he continues, Matt. Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Need the cover of October skies you know the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow You know I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heartstrings that play soft and low You know the night's magic Seem to whisper and hush You know the soft moonlight Seems to shine in your blush Can I My love, can I just make some more romance with you? My love, will I wanna make? You know what? I'm gonna do a departure from jazz from Astral Weeks. <laughs> Two songs <laughs> and he's nope. Yeah. <laughs> After Brown Eyed Girl, is this maybe his second most popular song? Yeah, it's uh, this is the song that he plays most frequently. Okay. So that's saying a lot. The other thing about him is he is not someone who's wants to be a throwback no oldies right. yeah. act he's not playing that game he's putting out an album as we speak <laughs> yeah. and he's probably going to play the entire album when he performs that does say something if this is the song he still chooses to perform the most i'm not a fan i don't like it oh so glad i was like Layla and i are going to get into it because he's going to be like we danced at my wedding to this or something we did but i don't like it no, i'm just kidding no I just, I, i've never liked this song Mm-mm. I've tried to figure out what it is about it. I'll tell you what it is about it, Matt. The fact that this could exist. Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars up above in your eyes. A fantastic. This is what the song is. Yeah. It feels like we're sitting by the stream. A bubbling brook in upstate New York. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Michael Buble shows up and drags you into... Into some, like, hip club. Yeah. The song itself seems out of place. Yeah. Okay, it's the title track. Start the album with it. Get it out of the way. Then move on to the other seven or so songs that seem to have a more cohesive feel to it. Or change the name of the album. Yeah. If you've got your first song, and that's covered by Jerry Garcia, Allman Brothers... Widespread panic. And then this one is covered by Buble. And also, here's another version of it, Matt. Okay. Tell me if you recognize the voice that comes in here. Please be Darius Rucker. 
It's a marvelous night for moonlight with the stars up above in your eyes. A fantabulous night to make a romance beneath the cover of October skies. And all the leaves on the trees are Michael McDonald. Yes. <laughs> nice. Why? Why Michael McDonald? <laughs> what else is he up to? I know, but. Oh, man. I don't know. I like the Michael McDonald version. If I have to choose one, I'm going McDonald. I'm going the Doobie Brother, not the Boobly Brother. <laughs> All right, Matt. There's some controversy surrounding this song. Because it sucks? Yeah. That's the controversy. <laughs> Let's move on. No, there's a UB40 song oh. called Burden of Shame. And there's been some controversy about whether or not UB40 stole the melody to Moondance. You're going to sit there and tell me that UB40 <laughs> built a catalog based on the backs of other people's songs. You know, like old bands will play state fairs. Yeah. I feel like UB40 plays malls. <laughs> mall openings. Yeah. Or closings. Or closings. Yeah. We shut down the mall. <laughs> UB40's playing. Sure. I hear it. I mean, it's not really a stretch. No. It sounds like Moondance. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. Apparently, at times, Van Morrison's name has shown up as songwriting credit, uh-huh. and at other times, not. He's updating their Wikipedia page <laughs> all the time. He's got a Google alert. <laughs> Every time he plays it, he pings them. He's like, Where's my dollar? <laughs> you played it. We'll talk about it when we do our UB4. Oh, yeah, at least one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of this nightclub. Gosh. Next track on the album is Crazy Love. I can hear her heartbeat from a thousand miles. Yeah, the heavens open every time she smiles. And when I come to her, that's where I belong. And I run into her like a river song. She gave me love, 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 She gave me love, 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 She got a fine sense of humor when I'm feeling low down. Yeah, when I come to her, when the sun goes down, take away my trouble, take away my grief, take away my heartache, and I night like a thief. She gave me love, 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 I couldn't stop till we heard the second verse with the backing vocals. Backing vocals? Yeah. yeah. It's a song I'm surprised is not more of a first dance at a wedding kind of song yeah because it's beautiful and it's so well recorded mm-hmm. and produced comparing it to moon dance is such a it further validates why i feel like moon dance is such a stark contrast to everything else in this album yeah and like you said it's beautifully recorded let's talk about that for a minute van morrison goes in and he insists on being the producer and the way he puts it is he knows how much money he gets <laughs> and then when he starts seeing the name producer attached to people and he sees the money they get. He's like, well, I'm just going to be the producer. He goes into the studio with basic song structures. He's got some arrangements in his head. Right. 
but he's not doing the Brian Wilson Pet Sounds thing where it's like, you play this, you play that. He's not passing out sheet music to the studio musicians. Yeah. So it's very jazz in that sense. Yeah. And that's apparently what Astral Weeks was like. This is a sweet thing. stop it now i'm never stopping right right here's what the bass player says about it no prep no meeting he was remote from us he came in he said he just came in and went into a booth he said i don't think he ever introduced himself to us nor we to him and he seemed very shy it's that whole like surround yourself with great people and don't micromanage right he's like the opposite yeah you're not even gonna meet me just do something cool if not i'm gonna get rid of you you know i've talked about it multiple times we were both drawn as kids to the idea of a band it's like a gang in on a secret same journey was seeking the same thing that's not van morrison he's not looking to put together a gang of friends to hit the road and hang out and that's not tracked they're playing it all live in fact van morrison reportedly sings and doesn't go back in overdub that's never happening (laughs) again no so the drummer gary malaber had heard astral weeks from a friend and then he goes and sees van play in woodstock and he's hey can i bring my drums down tomorrow night Mm -hmm. and then boom He's like his drummer for six albums. I think this is his first big break, but he becomes like a really big deal, Matt. This is Gary Malibur. I've heard that before. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and this is also Gary Malibur on drums. Nice. The Ford commercial? He played in the Ford commercial. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, he played with Bruce Springsteen, okay. who apparently is a huge Van Morrison fan. But it's not reciprocated. No? Van has essentially accused Bruce Springsteen. One, he, he said he didn't really know who he was. But then, <laughs> That's the sickest bird. Yeah, then he accused Bruce of essentially stealing all his stage moves, which I didn't really know Van had stage moves. In the Doors autobiography by the, I think yeah, the yeah. drummer or whatever, yeah. he talks about the band Them did a stint with the Doors for like a week in L.A., and on the last night, Jim Morrison joined them on stage for Gloria. They said that's the beginning of The Lizard King because he watched Van Morrison Morrison. crouching down by the bass drum, doing all these moves, these wild moves. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's all these other people have adapted his moves that they're no longer his. Yeah, it all makes sense now. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Matt, Gary plays on one more track. This might be his biggest one. That's Gary playing on Emmett Otter's Jug Jug Band Band Christmas. One greatest Christmas movie of all time. Yeah, and where can you find that, Matt? Some streaming service. I think (laughs) think maybe Disney Plus. I'm not sure. Those did get progressively more impressive each time you played each song. So I'm glad you ended with the best one. (laughs) I died when I saw that. I was like, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) So that's Gary. The reason I bring him up is because Gary is the one responsible for 
vibraphone. Mm. Normally, when you hear vibraphone, it sounds like this. Sounds like Mr. Rogers. It does. Here's the vibraphone on this song. It's in your left channel. I can hear her heartbeat from a thousand miles. Yeah, the heavens open every time she smiles. That's the song to me. Mm. Like that sound. Because also he's taking an instrument that normally is like really hit hard. Yeah. And he's barely touching it. That's an example of letting the musicians cook. Yeah. He found a vibraphone in the studio. And then, Matt, of course, the story begins because there were no mallets. Okay. Oh, Lord. Right? What are you going to do? What are you going to use? He goes to the supply closet, uh-huh. Gary does, and finds three screwdrivers. So he turned them around and played the handle of the screwdrivers, what you hear hitting. But he only had three and not four. He usually used four. Music lore. And he said then he insisted on staying behind. The band left. He said that every time the engineer turned around that he would turn the vibraphone up because vibraphones are always mistreated and they're barely in the mix. But right. It's up It's up to him. That's amazing. Yeah. I and then the, those same screwdrivers fixed the tour van <laughs> two months later yeah. on a cold winter. Yeah. That's right. I love studio stories. That's cool. As I listen to this album as a whole, it made me realize how much he's influenced other people. There's a song that I'm thinking, gosh, this sounds like something, and what is it? Mm-hmm. And it made me realize it's John Mayer waiting on the world to change. A little bit faster tempo, but it has a similar sort of melody and song structure to it drives home the influence that Van Morrison has had for multiple generations. Yeah, we'll keep moving on. We're going to talk about Caravan. caravan All right, I'm going to stop there. Yeah. This is great, but if we're going to listen to the song, Matt, Mm -hmm. we got to listen to the version from The Last Waltz where he's playing with the band. So if you're unfamiliar with The Last Waltz, go watch the movie. It's the band's final performance. Martin Scorsese is directing this. They bring in a murderer's row of all the hot musicians. And Van Morrison comes in. so good it makes me not enjoy the studio version right seriously yeah like when i hear the studio version i'm just like yeah. great demo for for that there's a famous live version on van morrison's live album if you go listen to that after watching in particular but listening mm-hmm. to the last waltz version mm-hmm. it's embarrassing really not for van morrison right but his musicians Gosh. and these are top-notch musicians but that's how good the band is and that's how good they were with just working with anybody they yeah. make everyone sound great one difference you immediately see with that last waltz version he comes out singing with such energy van morrison has a lot of references and his songs come up it's the 70s so gypsies gypsies <laughs> the gypsies are to the 70s mm-hmm. what body rocking 
was to like the 80s and 90s. That's right. And radio. He talks about radios. Talks about radios. Yeah. And he describes why he included the radio reference in the song. He's living in upstate New York on a mountain, mm-hmm. and the closest house was a mile away. And he said, I could hear the radio like it was in the same room. I don't know how to explain it. There was some story about an underground passage under the house I was living in, rumors from kids and stuff, and I was beginning to think it was true. How can you hear someone's radio from a mile away as if it was playing in your own house? So I had to put that in the song. It was a must. Isn't that weird? That is weird. That'd be too far north to be part of the Underground Railroad. I would think so. Yeah, that's really strange. Bro, maybe it was that juice you drank from that old man as a kid. <laughs> that's some residual. Yeah, you're still hearing things and seeing things. <laughs> man. You live a mile and a half away? Yeah. About, let's build a little tunnel, and we'll play music to each other. You have the tunnel come up by your bed, and before I'll be like, night, night, there's some chumbawamba. <laughs> night buddy <laughs> charity's like enough <laughs> anyway last song we're going to cover into the mystic Where that foghorn blows, I will be coming home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the foghorn blows, I wanna hear it. I don't have the fear that I wanna rock your gypsy soul. Just like way back in the days of Suddenly we will fold into the mistake. Matt, speaking of rocking bodies, he said, I want to rock your gypsy soul. Oh, he's the bridge. 80s and onward, everybody's rocking bodies. Yep. This is a simpler time. We just rocked gypsy souls gypsy back Gypsy souls. Then. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't a song I knew. Then as I'm listening to it and researching it, it's another one of these like top 500 Rolling Stone yeah. songs. How have I not heard the song? I think this is the big one off the album. Moondance is the popular one, right? but the lame one. But aside from that, mm-hmm. Crazy Love is like the underrated. Mm-hmm. But this is the one that people cover, Matt. Here's some clips from some covers. First, from the American Wedding soundtrack. This is the Wallflowers. That's not a late 90s little guitar riff. Yeah. It's like, I've been listening to Radiohead. Yeah. We were born before the wind. Also younger than the sun. If the Bonobo was one, as we sailed into the mystic. I said, who sounds like Van Morrison? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Right. Joe Cocker. Sure. You could see him doing that. Here's the thing, though. I don't think it's good. It's he fine. sounds uncomfortable. His diction and everything. Right. And even later in the song, I would be like, oh, he's going to Joe Cocker. He's going to, yeah. No, it just seems uncomfortable. Here's another one Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. Hey, I'm all and I 
Very rocking. Yep. All right, Matt. This is from Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh. 2003. This is the Almond Brothers Band. Okay. This is how they do Into the Mystic. They almond it up. They did, man. Got bongos and everything. Yeah. We got Wallflower. Sure. Jason Isbell. Yeah. Almond Cocker. Brothers. Cocker. Strong. All right, there's one more, Matt. Might be the best. I rock your gypsy soul. Michael McDonald. Yeah. yeah. Michael McDonald, man. <laughs> man, I'm living right to get two shots of Michael McDonald today. <laughs> He's thirsty for Van Morrison. Come on, bro. He's like riding those coattails. He's up. <laughs> My whole case, Matt, why Moondance is terrible. And it stoned me, covered by Garcia, Widespread Panic, right. Almond Brothers. And then Moondance is covered by stupid Michael Buble and Michael McDonald. Yeah. And then I well, was then like, I got a murderer's row. Yeah, of, this of is legit looking great. Musicians. And then all of a sudden, there's Michael McDonald. I did it too. <laughs> Get out of here, you outlier. <laughs> all right, next, it's time for your senior quote. In your senior yearbook of high school, you've got your picture and you have a chance to put a quote down that represents the journey that lies ahead, the road behind you, or some veiled stoner reference <laughs> from a Van Morrison album right. that is not actually about drugs. Yeah. What would your senior quote be? From the song Brand New Day, when all the dark clouds roll away and the sun begins to shine, I see my freedom from across the way and it comes right in on time. I'm heading out. Nice. Yes. You see that freedom. I see that freedom from all those teachers and counselors and, and coaches. Fun and <laughs> yeah. easy. And having meals prepared for you <laughs> yeah. and all that. Mine is from the song Everyone. By the winding stream, we shall lie and dream. We'll make dreams come true if we want them to. Oh, yeah. That's cool. We're going to make our dreams come true. So, Van Morrison, 43 albums, y'all. The dude's obsessive. He's an artist. Yep. Leave him alone. <laughs> Let him be. <laughs> Let Van cook. If you want to hear other stuff, obviously Astral Weeks. But I also, my friend Matt Medeiros and I really got into The Healing Game. Okay. Which came out, I think, in 97. Late college for me. I found this album as a whole being like a, almost one of those perfect weekend morning, getting ready for the day, having some coffee kind of album. It's just yeah. it's just a shame he's got Moondance on it. Yeah. On Moondance. <laughs> on Moondance. Why would you? As always, you can find us on social media at Finest Work Songs and our website, finestworksongs.com. And email us, finestworksongs at gmail.com. And who knows, maybe we'll read one of yours in a future Kenny Gmail segment. Thanks again to the Shine family for the recommendations, and thanks to everyone for voting. We're going to go out on another incredible song, and this is from one of my favorite movies of all time. Closes out the funeral scene. It closes out the movie. Chosen by Wes Anderson. From the world, Tenenbaums, this is everyone. Hey, bring me my mead, winch. <laughs> Rights for men. <laughs> Rights for men. <laughs> Thank you.
Our theme song is by the incredible band Medium Heat. This track is called Radio, and you should check them out at mediumheat.bandcamp.com. And check out any upcoming shows if you are in the Raleigh area. They are on Facebook at Medium Heat Music. <laughs> 